Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, 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 everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here in a great... uh, Another Thursday night as we are coming up, I've just been made aware that this is, uh, uh, what awareness night uh, month is this? Domestic Violence Awareness It's Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So how apropos that, that we have you on, Rosa. Thanks for coming in. Uh, uh, let me introduce uh, what's going on tonight, folks. We've got a, a combination show. We've got uh, uh, two new friends, uh, one friend... Uh, we, we've been talking to now for a few weeks is uh, uh, our new best buddy, Phil Gonzalez from the Red Cross. Phil, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. And thanks. Uh, you're gonna, you, you sound great, Phil. Uh, Thank you. You've got a great speaking voice. Uh, uh, so for the audience, introduce yourself, please. Well, hi, everyone. Pleasure to be here. I'm Philip Gonzalez. I'm from the American Red Cross. I'm the Regional Director of Service to the Armed Forces and International Services. I recently started with the organization. I'm very excited in uh, in midsummer this year. Um, so in what we do, we provide emergency communication services to help those who are deployed abroad, um, help them get emergency leave so the decision can make that command. We also offer uh, critical needs for veterans in our community as well. So if they call and they need referral and information services, we offer that. Uh, We also um, have a military caregiver network where there's an opportunity to have more resources available at the veteran's disposal right on on their app. This is called the Hero Care Mobile app. And we also have a, uh, we also run international services as well. So we have a youth action campaign program that right now is completely in gear. Uh, we have six schools who are interested, two of them right now are undergoing training, which they are able to promote international humanitarian law. Wow. And wow. I'm very excited about that. There's a lot of training. but Wolfie, we can, he's going to have about six shows of his own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know? Uh, just, just, having, just having dinner with him, I found out about two groups I didn't even know they were involved yeah. in. Yeah, you know? Yeah, but but welcome, Phil. Yeah. And, and uh, Thank you. You, you know, we're not going to be able to explore everything that you do uh, uh, and solve all the problems in one night as we, right. we're talking. We're talking to Rose a little bit about that. Right. But let this be the start of our long-term relationship uh you know we we've been with the red cross ever since wolfie joined us five Mm -hmm. or six years ago but wolfie we we've had a couple of fills before yeah this one we're trying to keep this one we we need to keep this (laughs) you gotta everyone has to be nice to him for the first week to trick him into thinking that we're nice people because we need him to stay we need and then it's too late he's already in he's got his business cards yeah he's tricked and one thing that's excellent is that you're here the service to young forces also supports uh are the va facilities throughout the region um and the military installations like hanscom air force base um, so it's great to see well, you and, and, you'll, <laughs> and, and, you'll, and you'll see, Phil, on the overlap of all the people that, that, mm-hmm. you, that you see here and then you see out in the field mm-hmm. and you see at different events, um, you know, it's, it's a close-knit family. And that's what we do here is bring it all together. The mm-hmm. Veteran Voice Network, coincidentally, is a great network. It is the network. It, it really, it, really, it, it, re- yep. it really is, and it's something that we've built over the years. Every month, we add another somebody, another somebody important. That how did we not know them before? No, no offense, Phil. We know about the Red Cross, but we know you. But we, we've we've not had a real show on domestic violence. And I'm really glad because I'm not sad enough with PTSD. I'm not sad enough with suicide. So this balance is also I could be really sad. Really? <laughs> so yeah. I want to thank you for crushing me today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be here to talk yeah, to you I'm and I'm help sit, you out. I'm standing next to Jen with suicide prevention. Thank you. But, Rosa, let, let me introduce uh, yourself Introduce yourself for the audience, please. Great. Thank you. And thank you for having me. So I'm, I'm Rosa Johnson, and I am the Intimate Partner Violence Coordinator okay. for... Uh, um, BA Boston, so I cover all three campuses in the five C box. Okay. 
and I provide services for those who experience as well as those who use violence against their intimate partners. And that is those services are not just for the veterans, they are for their family members, for the caregivers, as well as for staff. Wow. So I'm really excited um, to be here that you're helping us kick off the um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, which is October every year. And... Um, and to be able to provide some, some some resources, but also to start the conversation about healthy relationships, sure, which is so important to to everything that happens when it comes to um, a person's health. Having a healthy relationship affects everyone and helps everyone. Well, and mental health has been a, a topic, Jenny. You know, we've been talking about mental health now, uh, often off on every, almost every show. Mm-hmm that has something to do with mental uh, health and and Jenny you know uh, you know about the wholeness of uh, of the of the of the of the situation of mental health absolutely and mental health is so important if you have good mental health you have good physical health and that's what we try and encourage is everyone learn about mental health learn how you can help one another talk to one another and uh, just be well. Yeah, just 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 be well. But uh, uh, Larry, at this point, why don't we take our first break, and then we'll come back. Come back. I don't want to get into too many uh, uh, subjects before we take our first break. So we'll 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 take our break, and we'll come back, and we'll start to pick apart both of you know the directions of what you're doing, and uh, and uh, how we can uh, help you be more effective at, at what you need to get done. So, Larry, why don't you take us away, and uh, we'll be back after these messages. Exergen thermometers are the smart choice when selecting a thermometer. With children back at school, keeping them healthy is important. Got a fever? Stay home. To detect fever accurately at home, you need a clinically accurate, fast, and non-invasive thermometer. The Exergen thermometer is backed by over 100 clinical studies. Accuracy matters. Be smart and safe. Measure accurately with Exergen thermometers. Available at Walgreens and other participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. On a scale of 1 to 10, how's the back pain now? 22. 22. Wonky work from home desks have Dane's acupuncture booked up. You need to get in, but oh, this week's all full. But um, finding more practitioners has them on pins and needles. Okay. You know, my lunch is in 20 minutes. How fast can you get here? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Eligible for TRICARE? It doesn't get better than U.S. Family Health Plan, a terrific TRICARE choice for military families and retirees. You get all the benefits of TRICARE, plus some great extras like chiropractic care and a 24-hour nurse advice line. With U.S. Family Health Plan's large network of civilian physicians and hospitals, it's easy to find a great doctor. It's free for active-duty families, and for military retirees, it's very affordable. Find out more at usfamilyhealth.org or call 1-888-815-5510. That's 1-888-815-5510. Friends with Benefits, Thursday nights at 9 on WATD. Join the roundtable as they explore everything from relationships and social issues to life stories, sports, and events. It's Brian Stratton's Friends with Benefits with your hosts, Paul Kearney, Gabe Sirota, and Bob Anderson. Proudly sponsored by Atlantis Sports Clubs and Corey Brothers Stump Grinding. Tonight at 9 on 95.9 WATD. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, uh, Wolfie and I were just talking about a Veterans Upward Bound program uh, uh, that's over at Suffolk University, and uh, to my knowledge, Wolfie, uh, uh, that the, the the they may have some field classes, but after they go to they they don't go to Suffolk. They the Veterans Up and Bound is only a a, a two course uh, uh, situation. They only take beginning uh, math. They might take beginning computer courses. Yeah. And then they decide where they're going to go to school. Yeah, that's great because it's, it's my friend. Of course, if he's a friend of mine, he's flipping ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, he but, can't na- he can't navigate that himself. No friend of Greg's and right. I can navigate that himself. So they give him people to hand walk him through. I mean, he's ridiculous. He's a good friend of. He can't do it. He's like us. He can't do it himself. No, so they're and, holding and, his hand and they're bringing him through. Yeah. And if they can get a PTSD 
Boston Fireman and, and, you know, Iraq Veteran, to go through that thing, that program's a miracle. Greg. Yeah, well, it's only uh, one night a month, one night a week, you yeah. know, and, 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 and uh, we'll have to talk to Nick to, yeah. to, to talk to him because when I was with UMass Boston in the Veterans Upward Bound program, the veterans had to go to UMass Boston to, to, to do anywhere. that. Yeah, they go anywhere on this one. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. They go anywhere afterwards, but before they have to start off at Suffolk. Oh, right. And then afterwards, they, you know, they might go to Suffolk as a school, but it's, it's designed for them to, 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 to get used to being in the classroom. Yeah, I was just going to say confidence. Mm-hmm. It's giving them the confidence they can do it. They all can do it, but they don't know they can do it, so he's giving them the confidence to do it. And they, and they feel out of place because they're, they're 25, 30, 35 years old, been in the military all their lives. You, you know about that, Phil, and all of a sudden they're in a bunch of, you know, with a bunch of hippies, you, you know, that don't understand <laughs> what, what you've been through, Phil, or whatever other veterans have, have, have gone through, you, you mm-hmm. know, and the vets feel unwelcome. They, they, they feel uneasy, you know. Uh, but the Veterans Upward Bound program, oh boy, we helped thousands of vets when I was at uh, UMass Boston, and unfortunately, uh, we'll talk about why it's not there anymore afterwards. Um, but be that as it may, we've got uh, some great opportunities. And Phil, you mentioned some of the programs that 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 the Red Cross is 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 uh, offering. W- would you talk a little bit more in depth about uh, about maybe your favorite program or what you think is the most important out of all that you that, that you're involved in right now? Well, I think as the regional director, all the programs are my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> but there. Yeah. <laughs> well, first, because uh, I forgot to mention, thank you for bringing it up. But I am a veteran myself. I did eight years in the army, um, and I did one tour. Thank in Iraq, you for your and, service, uh, Phil. Thank you. It gives so, you a lot of credibility to talk you. to other vets. It may, it really you. means a lot. And 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 our, our old guy Chuck, that was here, he he knew that you know that, that once he said that he was a vet. Mm-hmm. The whole world's different, you know? But, uh, uh, all, of course, all your programs are, are important. And what geographical area are you going to be covering, Phil? I cover all of Massachusetts. Oh, okay, great. Yes. Great. So you're traveling around already? Yes, I have been. We also oversee the MEP station. So I've been to Westover. I've been to Boston. And as you know, I saw you and Wolfie at the Expo event. Yeah. Um, at the VA in uh, Brockton. Yeah. So, and... Just to finish uh, responding to your question, um, one of the programs I didn't discuss was the adult reconnection workshops um, that we offer. We have licensed mental health clinicians, social workers who volunteer throughout the region who go to multiple agencies such as Project New Hope, We Soldier On, you name it, in order to cover topics to help uh, military military service members and their families both, those are both and great children groups. as well and so we have uh, licensed facilitators can also as well conduct workshops for children and we have so a variety of topics such as stress solutions effective communication coping with deployments um, trauma talk emotional grit and related to exactly what you do at the VA this is kind of how we're able to support and we're also able to raise awareness and educate especially around coping skills um, and how to successfully, you know, address the stresses. And that's the thing at the veteran that's the most important is the mental health part is absolutely critical uh, for our military community. And I think that's how the Red Cross really does support is we raise awareness and educate to really um, address any kind of um, mental health um, issues that may occur while they're either joining the military or they're currently on deployment or after one of the veterans um, when they're out of the service, so there's a there's a lot of I I, I think you have a circle and Rosa you right. have a circle, but I think the circles have some overlap. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you, you know, Jenny, you you're, you're yes. over there shaking your head. Yeah. I mean, well, they say in mental health, and it's like, well, we can help you with some yeah. courses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 for free. <laughs> you, you know, and, and that's what Jenny does. You know, so yeah. you know, Jenny goes out into the community. Uh, uh, first responders, uh, uh, hold, veterans, ve- yeah. uh, vet- veterans yes. uh, from all over, and uh, um, I-, I would think, Jenny, that uh, pretty soon um, you're going to be 
even increasing your outreach. Yes, we are. You, yourself and Paul yep. are, are doing mm-hmm. some specialized kind of counseling? Yes, so we're kicking off, it, not official yet, well, sort of. Sort of. Um, we're breaking kicking, news, breaking <laughs> news. <laughs> <laughs> we're kicking off our own consultant firm going out um, throughout New England even to do mental health first aid training. Okay. Um, we're getting a lot of calls from construction companies, and construction companies have veterans, and they also have, they, you know, have different groups that come together and there's a lot of um, mental health issues within the different contractors that mm-hmm. come in because they there's alcohol abuse, mm-hmm. substance abuse, and that all interferes yeah, with the that's, job. That's daily. Right. That's before that's they, daily, right? that's before they get to work. Su- which surprised mm-hmm. me because one of the things that they talked about, um, the safety people on each I think we've done about nine different construction companies now that they have to go into the porta potties daily and do inspections looking for nips or needles. Mm-hmm. I can tell you stories. Who knew? Being in construction. Oh, sure. You know, who knew? Seeing things you can't believe. But because yeah. they've been injured on the job and that's how they're coping with it. So that's when we come in and help them deal with it. And you said this is free of charge? Yep. Yep. Well, so we're funded so through the Department ours, yes. of Public Health. Yep. So that's where we get our funding, and nice. we can go out and do the training. Yep. yep. And and what a coincidence that you're here today, because <laughs> um, our national office keeps on um, stressing the point that intimate partner violence is so directly connected to suicide prevention. Yes. And that when you look back, yeah. uh, especially those suicides that have been completed, there is very highly number of people who were having relationship problems. Yes. And that, you know, when somebody doesn't have a proper job, Mm -hmm. a proper support, a proper transition from active duty to civilian life, that translates into, as you were saying, the pain that you start treating ineffectively. It starts, um, they start treating PTSD and and everything else. And and also because of those things, it's not that a person who is a veteran is broken. I want to clarify it. It's not that. It's that a person who is a veteran is coming with a whole lot of other stressors that are, you know, like multiple deployments, as you were saying, um, you know, not being away, being away from their family, coming back, having to transition. All of that has a lot of stressors. And so the more of us that can be together Mm -hmm. in wrapping our arms around that veteran so that he or she or they can have a, a healthier life that can work on things from a different perspective, not from the, the point of view that this person is coming back being aggressive, but that this person is coming back and needs a little bit of reframing to just be able to have a healthier life. I think that's the, in, in our experiences, the, the largest, um, I'm not gonna call it a failure, but one of the largest shortcomings is that the military has done a very poor job in transitioning the veterans back into civilian life. They, they, they wait till about a week before they're out, little bit of transition assistance, nobody's paying attention, they all want to go home, they don't want to self-identify that they have a problem or that they're feeling bad, you know, because if they do, well, go to the end of the line. Or, or you, you, know, you know, Phil, you don't... Uh, yeah, every, everything's good and you way out the door. There can be yeah. a little bit of a stigmatization right. with reaching right. out saying, yeah. I need help. Right, but you know, there's the, I, I cannot talk to specifically what's the length of the transition from active duty to military life. But what I can tell you is that there's a lot that is being done by the VA to remediate this and the military because we we understand the importance sure. of taking right. care of, of our men and women that are serving and but also not just when they're serving, but also when they come back into military life. Well, and that's the reason. One of the reasons for the show is to help with the transition mm-hmm. uh, coming back, mm-hmm. but, but to let all the vets know that there's a whole lot of there's a barrel of benefit programs out there, and and we've been talking about taking away the stigma, and 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 it and and it's okay to say, hey, I need a hand. You know, uh, Wolfie, how many people drove through a drive-through today that needed a needed just a hand, and they decided that, yeah, we're we're, we're going to go grab some food for ourselves because we need it. Yeah, and they're now very comfortable. The, the thing that makes us really happy is they're now really comfortable doing it. 
Nobody's embarrassed. Nobody's ashamed. Neil from World War II. Wolfie, yeah. you never give me any damn food. Give me some damn food. Everyone, he can't even see out the windshield. He's yelling, I gave him no food. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's it's cars loaded. <laughs> no one leaves with the cars not in the string. So the comfort level that the network, Veteran Voice Network, created is a group of happy people with no stigma saying, hey, this is great, thanks, can I help? You know, they're telling jokes, they're telling stories, they have the music is playing. So we, it, the Veteran Voice Network actually has taken away that stigma of, of needing some food. And, and, and I think we've given away, Rosa, almost 300,000 pounds of food. We, oh, wow. We did 6,000 pounds today 6, in an today. hour and 45 minutes. Holy, wow. Yeah. We, we, used to, yeah, we used to incredible. run it from 12 o'clock until one thirty or 2 o'clock, now it's gotten so popular that people were lined up at 10.30 yeah. waiting, to, waiting to open. So now we have a bunch of volunteers. Wolfie has some of his uh, friends from down at, down at Hull. Yeah, but we get volunteers from all over New England. Yeah, I got wow. from Western Mass. Mike is from New Hampshire that's bringing the truck Joe down. Jeep is down, is in all the time. She yeah. comes in from Springfield. Uh, and the same people come back to volunteer time and time again. And and we joke with each other, who smiles more? The people getting the food or the people giving the food away? Do you need some teenage volunteers? I have, I have a volunteer right behind me. He's nodding his head. I think he was raising both hands. It was either surrender or, or yes, I can't wait to go. Freddie, you're off the hook now. You got another month. You you got another month. <laughs> but look out, because we're going to have a... And Wolfie, we gotta, you and I got to talk, Wolfie. We're going to have a, a, a special food drive-thru uh, for Thanksgiving. You know, somehow we got to reach out to some farmers. Farmers, if you can hear us out there, we'd really like to have some fresh fruits, vegetables yeah. that you might have. And, yeah. and I know you're selling a lot, but can you, can you donate a little bit next Thursday? Uh, I'm sorry, when is it? It's in uh, November, Wolfie. Uh, November, do you know the date in, in November for the next one? Before, it's before Thanksgiving. It's probably the week before Thanksgiving. So we already need... It'd be November day, 9th. Day, yep, November Thursday. 9th. Thursday, November 9th is our next date. Right, and then the t we already need 100 turkeys. 100 turkeys. We need 100 turkeys to deliver the 800 meals that we do. We do 800 meals and 700 are delivered. And, and again, 200 volunteers come. All the people that even need the meals come. Everyone's laughing, everyone's smiling, no one's sneaking around saying, I don't really need these meals. We're, you, we created a situation where the stigma was starting to erase the stigma of needing a little help, needing a little helping hand. And they're so good now that they eat all my desserts, yeah. so this is not so good. And just getting the vet to, to be, to, that's usually a caretaker, now to be on the other end of that, of that situation where he or she might need a little bit of help. And if not for themselves, for their families. Yes. You know, and we, and we talk all the time, it's not the veteran that serves, it's the veteran and their families that serve. Mm -hmm. You know, they're at harm's risk. They may not come home. Any, any night that they go out to work, any day they go out to work, that veteran may or may not, unfortunately, come home uh, while, while they're in, in active service. So it's a very stressful situation. Uh, and, uh, you know... It, 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 I'm sure it leads to some, some problems, addictions, and Phil, what do you, what do you, what do you think about the, uh, the, the problem uh, with the, with the vets coming back and, and uh, having, having some dependency on drugs. Uh, well, I think for the Red Cross and the Service Armed Forces program, we have a casework team that if we do get any kind of calls, they, we provide information and referrals to them. Uh, so, for instance, we have an on-birther system that we use that they, we could look for any resources right in the area, and if it's substance abuse treatment, we know exactly which facilities that's within their vicinity that we can refer them to. And sometimes some of these organizations have an option where we could select refer so the caseworker can actually contact the organization on the veteran's behalf while we also sent the same information to the veteran. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And, and Rosa, what do you think of the addiction problem? Do you see a, 
I mean, what role does that play in in the world of domestic violence? Oh, a big one, a big one. It's it's really it's uh it's almost like the chicken and the egg. You have a problem with your relationship, you're more likely to go and and misuse drugs. Yeah. Sometimes you're misusing drugs, and that leads mm-hmm. to to being unhealthy in your relationship. Sure. And then it just becomes a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. That's why domestic violence is a is an epidemic. It's not. It's not a diagnosis. It's an epidemic that is happening across the country and across the world. You know, it, it's 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 kind of strange that growing up when I when I did, so obviously a much different time than it is now, and and predominantly mothers and fathers were still together. It was more of a family. Mm-hmm. Today it seems there's more broken families. That that how many single parent families now? I was about the only one when I was a kid. And I and I was such an outcast because Father's Days, whatever, there were. I mean, my mother would come. I mean, I did. I didn't know from nothing. But it. It. I think it's difficult for for uh, families to recover from that, and and to uh, have that that problem of uh, you know just just one parent. Oh uh, yes. You, you know, and how how is that an issue now with domestic? Let me say. Let me ask you a question: Is domestic violence husband and wife, or husband and partner, or is it mother and father with children? All of it. 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 And you know, one group that often gets missed in the in the mix—that's why we call it intimate partner violence—is those couples that are not together, but there's still violence involved. Or when they separate. To your point about the separation of families. The person who's using violence sometimes continues to use violence from afar, using the children for, you know, to hurt the partner, et cetera. It just it keeps on going and on sure. and on and on. Sure. Boy, Wolfie, we're, 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 we're delving into some things here. Uh, uh, I, I think we need to get some fabric so that people are going to be able yeah. to talk to both yeah. of these uh, people. Yeah. Uh, Phil, um, no, why don't we go to break? Uh, we're, we're a little bit past due. Uh, Larry, why don't you take us away for a half-time break, and when we come back, we're going to make sure that the audience has uh, uh, both your contact information and, uh, you know, let everybody know uh, what's the best way to uh, to get in touch with you. So, uh, Larry, why don't you take it away, kid, and we'll be back after these messages. substance abuse treatment, I need burial assistance. Uh, Welcome. And if they have any questions... Yeah. Well, welcome back, everybody. We've got about 19 conversations going on here as we're... Uh, Stop inviting too many people in. As, as, as well, it, it's, uh, it, it's something that, uh, you know, in groups that we always... We, we bring these, these two great, huge organizations together, but Organization A... If if they don't know anybody at organization B, oftentimes it's tough to get through. And it becomes who, disorganization. Who, who do you call? Who 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 do you call? You just you just can't get through. But now we put faces to everything, and it may be a couple of weeks. It might be a couple of months. But but what we do is we 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 try to create long lasting relationships, um, and it kind of happens. Just naturally, doesn't it, Jen? That I mean, once people come on, uh, generally we got them. Yeah, and then we also find out the relationships between all of us and how you said they cross. It's all those intercircle things that come together. <laughs> Larry's, yell- Larry's yelling at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spin the thing towards you. Well, I'm trying to share with him, with Wolfie. Well, he can yell. He is getting tangled up. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 um, what Greg always says, it, and it's really true, but when I put the numbers on the phone, that's it for you guys, is we don't know anything, but we know everybody. Yeah. So Greg and I and Jen, we get some sad phone calls in the course of a day, let alone a week. And boy, we just fire them right out to the right person. So that's why this really works. That's why it's. That's why I'm trying to be nice to you people and trick you into <laughs> thinking that we can. And, and, and <laughs> e- even Wolfie has put together now um, a, 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 a list, his own list of go-to agencies, 
so that in the middle of the night when he's when he's just helped someone get burnt out of a out of their apartment and all hell is breaking loose, he's got a a, a list of 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 especially for veterans now. Special veterans. I, I mean, you have your your regulars as well, mm-hmm. but he now has a go to list for veterans. Wolfie, that never existed before, did it? No, no such thing. It came out of the stand down. Greg says you go to a stand down in Boston. I you go, didn't no, know what to stand. I'm going to stand up. I'm not standing down. <laughs> I'm in a chair. <laughs> it was just a little, you know. Yeah, it's a little shaky. Yeah. And um, we tricked about 100 veterans into getting the test. The Hep C test. The Hep C yeah. test. Oh, the best line ever. The guy says, how'd you come out in the test? He says, I'm going home and go to sleep. So yeah. first time I'm so comfortable I can go to bed. But what happened is we met all the veteran housing people in one tent. So I said, oh, my gosh, give me all your cards right now. And I made a master list, and we hand that out to every vet in the fire. So it's a, something extra that doesn't exist, and you guys are creating it right now with each other. So you can just use each other for the, you know, say, oh, my goodness, I can't take that. I know who can take care of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and both both both. Levels of criticality occur for you both in life and death situations. Uh, you might not, I mean, you think about it a lot. Phil, you might not think about it as much, but you're a big portion of keeping their mental health together, I would say, by by offering everything that you're doing while they're in, while they're in the military, but, but afterwards as well. Uh, the Red, Red Cross goes a long way, and as obviously many programs, as you uh, talked about. Now, what's the MEPS program about? That's something that seems to be one of the top of the list. Yeah, so the MEPS stations at Westover and Boston are where the recruits end up being processed through the military, so then they could also they enlist there, they swear their oath, sign SA paperwork, go through medical exams, so then they could eventually go to boot camp. But uh, they, yeah, okay. Go to boot camp, and they. What I do is I oversee the volunteers there who do the briefings and fill out the family uh, follow-up cards. Oh, great! So yeah, you so actually go to these go to these enlistment uh, uh, events. I have seen swearings, yes, and it's done usually Monday through Wednesday. That's when the most recruits come through. Usually not Thursday and Fridays. Okay. So All right. That's what my volunteers tell me. Okay. Very well. <laughs> very good. And you have an active group of volunteers. Yes, I do. We could always use more. I was going to say, do you, uh, uh, if somebody wanted to ma- maybe spend a little bit of time or offer some time, mm-hmm. who would they call, Phil? What what number uh, would uh, would would folks like? Would you like them to start off, anyways? Absolutely. I think we, just as Jenny said, we all have the same goal here to help veterans, the community, and the number I'll give you is to our local regional office. Um, so it's the same number that we also give on the family follow up letters that we send um, to the military service family members um, when we contact them right after MEPS, after they fill out the contact card. And the number we give them if they have any questions or need further information on information and referrals, that number is 781-410-3684. And that number again is 781-410-3684. There's the same number if any veteran has any questions or if they just want information that you said. Um, I really need assistance to know what's the nearest by a substance abuse treatment center. I want to get help. You call that number, one of our caseworkers will follow up with you. Would, how about if they called for a family member? Maybe that they're, maybe it's not that person calling for themselves. How about a spouse or a, or a partner that says, hey, I need a little bit of help. Could you... Could you yes. could you could you help us with some a situation like that? So what we do is once the uh, service member fills out the family contact card, we call the family member that they put as the contact on that card. Great. So we follow up with them right away, and we ask them if they need any further information or services. And usually that family member will also contact us if there is an emergency at home when that service member is abroad. Let's say the death of a family yep. when that's becoming ill. So we are in active contact with the family once they fill out that card from the MEP station. And we always ask them, and we provide them the same phone number that I gave you yep. if they had any further information uh, that they would like. But the, but the enlisted but the soldier going off mm-hmm. knows already that somebody's got their back. Yes. And, and somebody's there to, as a liaison between the family themselves, and they're not completely stranded and alone 
somewhere out there in Djibouti somewhere. No. And this is what is, so I'm very passionate about, service to the armed forces, make sure that every single person who wants to join and join our military, they are part of the military community, and they are not alone. Um, this is not just a job for me, this is a lifestyle. And as a veteran, I want to make sure that every single military service member or their families feels like the Red Cross will be there if they need us. Well, and, and Greg, that just yeah. happened. It's, he first, he's in the job one day, and of course I screwed up Thug Arena. Yeah, yeah. And we never put it in. Yeah. And, I, and he comes in and he says, what can I do for you? I said, well, I just screwed up Thug Arena. Yeah. I gave him the thing <laughs> and she's in. Yeah, really. So Yeah, so that's why we became good friends. He put her right in the So road. now if somebody happens to you and one of us chokes you out. She's not coming. She's not coming. <laughs> she's going to say. She's on the do not disturb list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she says, yeah, he's not coming. He just, just so everybody knows, that. Thug Arena is, is that's Wolfie's granddaughter. Right. She's, yeah, she's yeah, now a general in the Coast Guard. Yeah, and gone right kid, through. Graduated the Coast Guard Academy, good kid. And they put her out on the ships, and she's been in three <laughs> hurricanes. One day she's on the ship, she's been in the three hurricanes, and she's the one. She's not going to have domestic violence. We're a little concerned about any boy he goes out with. She just got in trouble for beating the hell out of a guy who <laughs> took a punch at her while they were doing some training. Oh, so <laughs> if you need a, the domestic violence thing cleaned up, we'll get Thuggerina to take care of that for you. But... Um, um, the, the military is the new military is really taking care of everybody. It's much different. But Phil put her right in for us. That was one of the first things he did because her grandfather goofed that thing up. So it really works. The system works. And and what you'll find out is when Greg and I they get a hold of us and we go to call you, all our friends answer the phone. What? What now? What? What? Okay. <laughs> they just just what? The name and yeah. the phone number, and they hang up because they know Greg and I don't know what they're talking <laughs> yeah. about. They don't even want us to give our opinion. What? And it's taken care of. <laughs> so you're going to get some what phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and Phil, thanks for sharing that phone number with us. But I wanted to share also with you uh, those uh, maybe experiencing a little bit of domestic violence. Maybe uh, it started while they were in the service. Maybe they're still in the service and they're not home yet, but they're feeling like, can you help me in advance? Is that something that somebody could call you for, Rosa? And and you'd you'd help guide them through almost whatever questions they might have. So if they're active duty, um, the the bases have their own family services. Okay. So they can have it there, but once they're transitioned into the community, then we take it from there. Beautiful, Be- beautiful. So that phone number, folks, for you to get started. Yeah. Um, The national hotline is 1-800-799-7233. And, uh, boy, I'm looking at all this list uh, 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 that that we should put on our website, uh, Rosa. It's a whole list of uh, questions about intimate partner violence. I've I've, I've not, I'm so non-familiar with, Domestic violence and thinking about intimate partner violence. Um, getting back to the when I was a kid and being the only one without a father, I thought I was at, at, at different, which I was, and I, and I and I was so jealous of everybody that had a, a, a two-person family. But it turns out there was a lot of violence back then. In the 50s and 60s, Wolfie, nobody talked about it. No. Mm-hmm. The white would be wearing sunglasses and stuff. Yep. Yeah, they used to come in the office, and, 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 and all of a sudden I'd say, what's going on? And they just turn around and run out. So we never let that go. We had a little follow-up on our own. Now I'm glad we have you because your follow-up was a little more professional yes. than our follow-up yes. was. Yes. But, yes, it really mm-hmm. existed. Right. And wealthy families, too. Oh, it, 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 yeah, there's no, uh, mm-hmm. m- maybe, maybe more yeah. sometimes. And you know the other the other thing that I, I like to uh, usually put a, a sort of a, a stress point on is that you know um, intimate partner violence is not just physical and sexual violence. There's cyber stalking, there's control and coercion, sure. there's psychological violence, sure. um, there's uh, monetary violence. Yeah. You know, um, there's a, you know gaslighting so there's so many uh, you know intimate partner violence is so much broad and when I when I meet with somebody I try to share that definition with them yeah. because 
you know, some people might think, you know, that's okay. You know, they, they got upset at me because I didn't cook a steak and they wanted a steak. And so it's my fault. Is that um, me? It is me. And so, and so, you know, somebody might think, oh, I, I didn't cook the right meal. Maybe that's why um, they're upset at me. And so I'm going to do better next time. That is also abuse. And so I, I like to stress the point that it's much more broad than it was originally thought. It goes beyond that blue mm. eye, the black and blue eye that you were talking about. Mm. Exactly. Um, you know, it, and one, one area that people don't talk about a lot is, yes, there's, there's the sexual violence, like, you know, somebody gets, um, you know, has to be in a, in a sexual relationship against their will. But there's also the coercion to be sexually active. And if you're not, then what that person is going to react to, how that person is going to react to you. There's all sorts of controls, it sounds like. Exactly. There's a lot of control and coercion and power. Yeah. And you know, it's all, it, it all revolves mm. around power, how much that person has power over you. And unfortunately, at times, to your point about the family, sometimes there's bidirectional violence. So both parties are engaging in violence and mm. having an unhealthy relationship. Sure. And so, and so that's what we try to promote is that, you know, as a preventative measure is to try to promote healthy relationships. If the relationship is not healthy already or some more um, violence has happened, then there's also help. The VA helps everyone. And, and what happens to the family, and I'm using this as just a generality, mm-hmm. boy, the, the, the family stays at home, you know, and their life goes on, and then the vet goes off for two or three or four years, Mm-hmm. And he or she comes back, and the family's not the same unit anymore. They don't need that person like they used to. Yes. The mother or father has taken over some of that missing person's roles, and all of a sudden they're feeling less able to contribute. And next thing you know, we're talking That's to Jenny. Suicide, yeah. That, yeah. That, 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 that it's... Right. There I am. I might as well be dead. I'm not. I'm, right. I'm worthless to my family. I can't do anything. Uh, my buddies are gone. Uh, you know, I I, I haven't uh, uh, gotten into school, or I haven't found my way back. The transition, right? You know, didn't help me. Um, and your role is displaced. Your role as as the family head of the family is displaced, and you come back, and all of a sudden, you know, your child is not asking you to help with the homework. Your child is not asking you to go throw a ball. You can talk about that more, Phil, being a veteran, and how that you know that can you know become a real problem when you come back from deployment. Did you you say are you a family man, uh, uh, Phil? Yes. Yes. So did you notice that uh, that that boy? I haven't changed, but all these people did, you, you know, when you came back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for any veteran, it is a tough road. Um, and the resources available to us, um, I think, is what we're trying to do. We're trying to at least be able to get the word out and let know what's available. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe last week when you had someone on the show from Volunteers of America, yeah, uh, I believe his name was Brian, Yeah, he mentioned when I got on this job, I didn't know there were so many resources available. Yeah. And I felt the same way being yeah. in this well, and I think all of us can agree with that. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're doing right here as well, uh, really promoting and educating us on this, I mm-hmm. think is only going to enhance the partnerships we have yeah. to be able to help our military community and our veterans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's well put. Larry, I think we have uh, need one more break here to uh, take us away, so why don't we uh, see... There's plenty, so much more to talk about. Uh, you know, I yeah. feel like we've just scratched the surface with both yes. of you. But uh, why don't we uh, take our last break, Larry, and we'll uh, plan our future and make sure that we have uh, uh, the contact information in so that we can, Wolfie and I can bother these people to make yeah, them come back. The take it away, Larry. <laughs> we'll be back after these messages. Yeah, but yeah, but it. It, it, we're not about uh, people that have just lost members. I mean, we're, we're about just general veterans that are uh, just regular, you know, regu- regular humans. Um, but that's, I just thought that was a, I, I think it's a, a little bit of a painting the veterans with a funny brush that they're not all bereaved. 
You know, there's a lot of happy vets. That's true, and and that's that's something that we we also need to uh, sort of emphasize is that a lot of veterans transition from military life, and they go on to live very healthy, happy lives. Yep. Not everybody has PTSD. Yep. Not everybody has suicidality. Yep. Not everybody's experiencing intimate partner violence or in pain or substance abuse. You know, um, a tremendous amount of using the GI Bill. And and they're going mm-hmm. to school and they're and exactly. they're getting an education exactly. and mm-hmm. they're moving on and they're and and they're doing okay. Absolutely. And and for the most part they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um but we want but you know, there's there's a, a little percentage that need a little help right now. Right, mm-hmm. right. And to Phil's point, there are so many resources. Oh it's, it's unbelievable. More Goodness. more resources and assistance for are topics. You, are you uh, a little surprised, Phil? Oh, it's it surprised me. The more I've, I started in humanitarian, sorry, I started in human services. Now I'm in humanitarian service for the yeah. Red Cross, and it's just to see all the resources mm-hmm. available from food assistance, transportation, even burial assistance, um, prescription assistance, provider referrals. It's just absolutely endless. And as a veteran myself, when I got back home, mm-hmm. one of the issues was. I'm told there are resources, but what are they? <laughs> what are they? And it really, and it really Where do does, I go shopping for them? Yeah, it, and it's hard to find, especially as a veteran just coming home, and that mm-hmm. transition alone it can be stressful. And it's like doing what you do here, Greg, at the Veterans Voice Now, is getting that word out, getting guests on here, because that's, it's the word of mouth that's really the most effective uh, for veterans right now in our communities. Well, and, and we, we've had a lot of success. Uh, Wolfie and I have been running... Uh, uh, some some successful uh, uh, events, uh, festivals in Quincy the last four or five years have drawn mm-hmm. thousands of vets and mm-hmm. we've signed up hundreds of vets that have never taken advantage of their VA benefits before. Uh, mm-hmm. Telling us Logan. Uh, yeah. Our job is to trick the veterans into getting the service they earned as deserve. And that's, what we do. <laughs> and that's why we, we offer them music yeah. and food and, 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 oh, everything. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever. It's for everything. And Greg and I made up a list and said, free Red Cross smoke detectors just for veterans. And of course, it's for everybody. And I can't help myself. So as soon as they sign up for it, I said, it's for everyone, you knucklehead. And I either get my hair pulled or punched, but it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> it it's worth it. We've had great success, uh, you know, doing what we can do. But, you know, we've only been at it 10 years. we got another 10 years to go, I think. And, uh you know, with your support from both of your agencies, uh, you know, I've got a great working relationship with the VA. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we have um, Mr. Ring's been on several times, and uh, we've gotten several awards from the VA that have been very, very nice and very much appreciated and uh, look to continue the, uh, the, the, the relationship. And same thing with the Red Cross, Phil. You know, unfortunately, some some of the... We haven't had enough repeat visitors from the Red Cross. Well, we only have the Red Cross once every couple of years. We've got to step it up a little bit to have you on more often to bring more light, you know, to the to the different programs that you have, you, you know, because you never can tell when you come on. There's that one person that's listening. Gee, i got to call Phil. Boy, i got to call the Red Cross. They might have something for me that... Maybe somebody else uh, hasn't been able to offer. So uh, I want to thank you both for coming in tonight, uh, giving up your free time, and uh, and being part. Now you're you're, you're part of the network, uh, and now we have a a, a a domestic violence number that I'll never remember: eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. But we remember nine eight eight. I got That's we correct. got nine eight eight. And uh, for all of uh, 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 all joking aside, nine eight eight, as Jen can attest, has been a uh, a terrific uh, success within the uh, w- within the community. Jen, uh, Jen, yes, it has. Um, in the first six months, I think we talked about that already um, on another show. Within the first six months, ninety eight percent of the calls did not go to a nine one one call. They were resolved just by dialing that 988 and someone being on the other end of the phone to talk to talk huge huge that's huge 988 folks it's real easy dial one all you veterans dial one at the prompt and uh 
you know, we'll uh, we'll 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 happy uh, to take care of you. But uh, for for those that didn't have their pencil and paper, Wolfie, get your number two pencil out, kid. Uh, with the, it's the end without the eraser. Seven eight one four one zero three six eight four. And uh, how about volunteers, uh, Phil? The Red Cross. Uh, uh, do you have enough volunteers yet? Uh, we always need volunteers who are very passionate about the military community and our veterans and their families. And Any particular skill sets or anybody, just, just call and we'll find something for you to do. There are a variety of positions available. Like one, if you're interested in working at MEPS and doing the briefings and filling out the contact cards with the service members, there's that opportunity. Um, right now we're also working with Hanscom Air Force Base. They have a variety of military needs, which is a phlebotomy. Um, they also they need a laboratory technician, which is phlebotomy. I'm sorry, I'm saying the same thing. Yeah. The other one's pharmacy tech, um, and the other one is our front desk operations. There's also opportunities to volunteer, like just as my man Wolfie here. Yeah. Um, goes to many community outreach events as well. And there's obviously opportunities for social workers, licensed uh, mental health clinicians, if they want to do volunteer work um, and promote resiliency workshops. And I don't think I have enough time to go over all the positions, but I would say just go to Red I, I Cross. Think you did, I, think, I think you've made a good dent uh, there, Phil. Yep. Uh, for your first time here in the show, you did just great, kid. It's actually my first show anywhere. So oh! Really... <laughs> oh! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, and I'll report, repeat that, uh, that uh, Red Cross hotline, the 781-410-3684. Uh, someone nice will answer the phone and direct you to the proper region. and uh, That's uh, the regional office. And right? that's the yep. regional office, and then they'll disseminate uh, uh, the calls yep. accordingly. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, don't be afraid to call, and don't be afraid to dial 988, folks. Uh, sometimes you just need to talk to somebody and then... And it, and, it, and it might might help just to calm you down a little bit. So, Rosa, thank you so much. Phil, thanks so much for coming in the long trek from Worcester. Um, <laughs> we look forward to having you both back on again. And, uh, Rosa, we want you back on with Carolyn uh, December 7th for a Woman Veterans Night. I think that uh, would, 